sudden, I was unemployed. I had a failed business. I lost all my savings with that first business, and so I had nothing else to turn to. And so I was in a bit of a rut. So I started Showpo. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beauty Boss, the podcast about all things beauty and beyond, as the name suggests. I'm Jackie May from Team Girlfriend, and I'm here with the lovely Alana Smith. Hey ho, everybody! And today we're speaking to all-round beauty and fashion girl boss Jane Lou. Without even knowing it, you all probably know a little bit about this total babe. You might even be wearing something of hers right now. Started nearly nine years ago, she kicked off one of Australia's must-have fashion retailers, Shopo. Now selling to over eighty countries around the world, this gal has some serious boss skills. Taking out the crown of online retailer of the year, we all have this babe to thank for making our wardrobes that much extra. So, thanks for coming in, Jane Lou. Oh, what an amazing intro. Thank you. <laughs> so, to start with, we're going to do with the same thing that we do with all of our guests, and we are going to give you our quick fire five questions. So, are you ready? Yes. Okay. Bring it on. Question one If you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Eyeliner. Okay. Why? Um, cause I've got like a really big face and really small eyes. So I need to like highlight them and make sure you can see where they are. <laughs> One word you would use to describe your beauty routine. Uh, lazy. <laughs> <laughs> your biggest beauty fail. Um, I didn't like do eyebrows for like 28 years. Well, <laughs> I guess you don't do it as a baby, but... You realise you have to do eyebrows until you're 28. What is the one beauty trend you've never mastered? Probably eyebrows. I feel like I'm still learning. <laughs> and when do you feel most beautiful? Um, God, when I have my makeup on perfect. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> um, when everyone else is um, just a little bit drunk and then they're like, you know, you've got your – if they've got beer goggles on. <laughs> All on the same level. I feel you. (laughs) Um, I would love to talk to you more about Shopo because it's not just me. I'm sure everyone has a little bit or a lot of Shopo (laughs) guilty in their wardrobe. How how did it sort of all start? So I actually started Shopo um, off the back of a business that failed. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when this business – I quit my job. I used to be an accountant. Um, working in corporate finance and so boring. So I decided to quit my job to start working on this other business and then that business failed. So all of a sudden I was unemployed. Mm. I had a failed business. I lost all my savings with that first business. And so I had nothing else to turn to because it, it was in the middle of the global financial crisis. Oh. So no one was hiring. And so I was in a bit of a rut. So by default, I had to start another business. So... I started Shopo. <laughs> and so, yeah, here I am today. Have you always been, like, interested in fashion or was it sort of just, like, circumstance? Um, yeah, I think by it was all by circumstance. So I love clothes, yeah. but I don't love fashion. I mean, I thought I did love fashion, but then <laughs> when I look at some of the other girls that I work with, they mm. love fashion. Like, I feel like I can't <laughs> put myself at that level. Um, I love clothes, though. Um, yeah. So I think it's so it's actually because my first business, the one that failed, that was in we were running pop up stores, mm. and so and at the time I was like, oh, I never thought I would be in retail or fashion because even when I was at high school, uh, my jobs were in, at McDonald's, and then I worked at the bar, so I was always kind of more hospital than um, in retail or fashion. 
But then when that business failed, all the experience I had that wasn't accounting. I was was not going to start a business in accounting. <laughs> all the experience I had was in fashion, and I had some contacts in that industry. So um, it just kind of like one thing led to another, and that's why I'm always like, you know, you never know what you know. You just got to yeah. start, and it's a stepping stone from one thing to another. That's insane, and <laughs> I feel you. I mean. I would count myself as a lover of fashion, but not very fashionable. I think the same. <laughs> Probably just a, a clothes hoarder would be a more appropriate term. Yes, I hoard clothes, which is bad considering how much clothes I have access to. <laughs> oh, gosh. So we've all been through like an awkward trend or a fashion stage. Do you have one that you look back on now and you hang your head in shame? You're completely embarrassed. You hide those photos. Oh, I think it's just like there was a when I was working corporate, I tried to dress preppy, mm. but like it was just off. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I try to put things together that didn't work. And the worst thing is when you have Facebook memories that come up, and yep, I'm like, yep. oh, I kind of want to delete this, but I want to keep it for memories. And I'm like, but then you know, I have I'll lose my like reputation as a fashion authority, which I'm gl- I'm glad I haven't tried to put on this fake authority because if anyone sees those photos, I'd lose. <laughs> <laughs> So I've kept them. So, <laughs> Oh, well, I don't. I untag myself from so much <laughs> all the time. The worst is their photos I've uploaded. So at the time, I must have thought they were great. <laughs> so <bad>. the worst. <laughs> um, what about trends at the moment? Is there anything that you're totally loving? Um, oh, loving linen. So it's yes. like everything, you know, everything we've possibly owned previously <laughs> is now being made in linen. So I'm wearing linen right now, so love it. Um <laughs> Yeah, and it's just, it's perfect for this weather. <laughs> I'm not a sweaty person, but, you know. It's yeah, of course. Unnecessary detail, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and since you started Shopo, what would you say is the worst trend you've seen grace our shores? <laughs> oh, my God, there's so many. Sorry, okay, no, there's not many. What's, like, oh, my mind is blank. There's just so often, like, there's trends, and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, but I'm also nervous in case I'm naming one that someone is wearing or like has like I don't know what pants you guys are wearing right now. Just bit, um, Mine at the moment is bike shorts. Okay. I just don't get it. Oh, that. oh I think if, it's like if you have booty. Yeah, I don't. Like, so yeah. Oh, I've noticed that um, you guys have started to branch out into like the beauty industry and stuff now. Like you're selling more makeup on Shopo. Is that yeah. something that you kind of fell into your lap again or were you always going to sort of head that direction? Um, I, I think it's something. It's not anything we planned from, you know, day dot or yeah. even a few years ago. But I think we were always looking to, you know, expand where the biggest opportunity is. I think we kind of go for – there's a lot of like – um, our business approach has mainly been to go for like low hanging fruit, but then there's also like we have things that we like things like um, doing extended sizes and then doing workwear. That's something we've always kind of wanted to do because we know that that's kind of where we want to be. But things like beauty, it's kind of like you know as we expand, we know that we should do more foot uh, like shoes, beauty because that's just how we can be more of a one your one stop yeah. shop, I guess. And um, I think when you have so many girls working in the same office and so many of them love beauty, everyone is like, oh, we need to get this brand. We need to do this. Like everyone has like amazing ideas that they all chip in with. So that's so cool. I'm in my head. I'm imagining you all gathered around a table talking about your favorite like holy grail products that need 
to go yeah. online. Is it's, that what happens? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, everyone like a lot happens over the lunch table. Yeah, um, or over drinks, and um, like even even now we have we've just launched our own show pro like brushes, mm. and we. I'm going through these brushes. I'm like, I'm not sure what this one does. I have no idea what this one does. Like, I use three, but there's like 25. I don't even know how many. There's like, I'm like, what are these? All these brushes. Like, but it's because all the other girls are like, they're on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would love to go back and talk about how you were um, chatting about extended sizes because, you know, uh, with Instagram these days, and there's lots of picture perfect and you know your ideal body and what it's supposed to look like and and that sort of thing so how important is it for you to help girls you know feel comfortable in their own bodies um yeah it's like it's a great position to be in that we like can make an impact in that um space I guess and so we've just the feedback we've had from girls from like um has been phenomenal so when we were even like just doing the prelim I guess research and by research we interviewed five people <laughs> over the phone I'm like yeah that sounds statistically significant um and we were like well, what is the problem we're trying to fix and so a lot of girls we spoke to they were like you know just because of my size why did why do I not get to um you know wear this trend and this yeah. print and you know have you know in the fast fashion industry there's a lot of micro trends um why do I have to be dictated that I have to wear an A-line dress. Why can't I wear off the shoulder or whatever? And we're like, okay, great. Like anything that we make and we um, design so many of our own products, we make all of that um, in all of our sizes. Mm. And so the feedback from that has been phenomenal. Yeah. Well, it's it's an amazing thing. I know even around the office, sometimes we order things online and, you know, we're all different sizes. Yeah. And the sleeves can come up to here or yeah. down here and there's no like – yeah, real good size, that sorts of And it's all know. about dressing for your shape because mm. me personally, like I for so long, I think I've always like liked things that had an hourglass shape or like and then bodcon and I'm like, you know what, Jane, you need to accept that's not gonna be you. Um <laughs> and you know, so just like dress for your size, essentially. So And it's all kind of trial and error, I guess. It takes time to kind of get to where you're gonna what looks good on you, what suits you. So with your kind of never-ending wardrobe, now that you've worked out what you like, how long would you say it takes you to get ready? Oh, my God. Sometimes, <laughs> like, when I'm like, oh, you know, but you know when you feel bloated, nothing kind of like, you know, <laughs> nothing yes. feels good. We're having, like, a bad headache. So whenever I'm like, sometimes I'm in the office and we have almost like an endless wardrobe of samples and just like – um styling items and I'm like oh I have nothing to wear everyone's just like please don't tell me you just said that because <laughs> I, I they probably I shouldn't be saying this right now but there are some days just nothing is going to help <laughs> until you just like suck it off um but I have to yeah I still have to like I feel like I still have to pre-plan my outfits because I'm like you know you don't want to okay like I have the, it's so neurotic but like I'm like okay if I wore this on a similar day of the week I can't wear it again. And I, these people saw this outfit, so they're like, make sure to like scatter everything. <laughs> oh, with your sample sales, I know you do amazing things. Can you tell us like more about what you do? Yeah. So um, our sample sale, all of the, um, every dollar goes to charity. And so we're working with the Hunger Project right now. And so they're, re- they're a really awesome charity because they don't just look at giving funds um, to uh like the, the communities that they work with mm. but they look at 
the people there as the solution to the problem, not as the problem. So it's really about – anyway, I won't go – it's about empowering people. It's, it's really great. So we have this sample sale and every year we, we um, I work behind the till and it's really great to like just like chat to everyone as well and um, it's like my like – little foray to working in retail as well i guess <laughs> behind the counter so it's just it's a lot of fun it's a big day um but yeah it's yeah i've seen all your social posts it goes off the lines or like down huge. the street everyone oh loves God. it yeah and it's so great like um i think i'm all i'm like so nervous that everyone's gonna be annoyed at the huge queues but then like we have like we have like people fluffing like fluffers that keep, <laughs> trying to keep them excited <laughs> So I feel like there's nothing better than getting a wardrobe fill plus doing something good for charity. Yeah, so it's like I'm happy to wait exactly. three hours if I'm going to get new clothes and do something good for other exactly. people. <laughs> the yes. win-win situation. <laughs> oh, um, so talking about social media, we have uh, keyboard warriors that oh tend to be so cruel. Yes. Have you, you know, been trolled before? Has anyone post anything cruel in your pages um oh not i'm actually quite lucky like not me really personally mm. like there's been like like a like a news article about talking about me and then mm. there's comments at the bottom and everyone's just like it's all a bit ridiculous like someone's like it's just a bit you have to laugh at it they're like this is back when we have um 12 or like 14 employees and it was all girls and they're like oh you know you should hire men because what about equal rights and blah blah blah, blah well, you know, it's I'm not getting the applicants. So mm. I need to have male applicants before I can hire any male. <laughs> so, um, and so it's just like people just, and it just like doesn't even make sense and you can't even like, what's the point of arguing back? And so, but sometimes, you know, you get, um, we, I personally have jumped on over the weekend and just like fell into the trap of arguing with people on the internet about people trolling uh, a photo of one of our influencers who mm. like one of our um, I don't know what work curvy influencers I guess mm. and it's just like I'm like oh do you not have something better to do is this really the most constructive use of, of your time what about looking into some self-improvement like oh I just like anyway you've opened <laughs> up a can of worms I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, oh god I haven't like been personally attacked that much which mm. is good I don't want to jinx it I remember like a few years ago this is before, back when, you know, I thought Instagram was just more of a filter than a platform. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. And then I took a photo and they're like, someone's like, oh, you have no butt. And like, you look like a man. I'm like, oh. but it has, but it, it stopped now, which is weird because I, you thought you get more trolls as you yeah. have a bigger following. Anyway, that was unnecessary storytelling. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> could you offer like, some advice to maybe some girls that are you know getting trolled yeah um probably don't bother engaging it's like really not worth it like sometimes I'm um but I think it's just like honestly like everyone who is doing that it's it's obviously like they have their own problems their own insecurities and they're lashing out um and it's on people people on the internet I guess it's just about um just not getting – I think, like, having having, having great, a friend, great friends network is really ultimately what will help you get through those things because it's it's good to talk about it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a bit of girl power goes yeah. a long way, I feel. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I've personally noticed online that you always have flawless makeup as oh, a makeup lover. So nice. I love it. How, you know, did you teach yourself? Is it sort of self-learned? Yeah, no. So when I was um 20, I think until I was like 27 or something, we, I used to just put, I used to just wear eyeliner, mascara and a bit of blush and lips, lip gloss. That's all I thought that was. And then um, Alex, who is our general manager, she's a couple of years younger than me. She loves, she like loves putting on makeup. Just like the actual, like even if we're not really, it's just me and her going to have dinner. I'm like, you don't need to do this for me. She's like, it's not for you. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, and she just like loves the act of putting on makeup. So she's like, okay, Jane, we need to like, let's, let's take you out and buy you some makeup. So and she took, she was like, okay, let's start small. Let's go to Priceline first before, because yep. I was like, oh, picking up her like Amani product. And I was like, she's like, no, 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 let's start baby steps. <laughs> We're going to Priceline. We'll get you the, some practice material. And yep. so been practicing since then. Amazing. But she's like, taught me, she's like, I never used to use foundation, um, powder. Like I've had to kind of learn it in the last few years. <laughs> bit of bestie makeover sleepovers yeah. going on but it's great because I feel like um it's great like as I'm getting older I'm mm. learning new beauty things so I didn't exhaust them when I was younger and now I'd be like oh I've got nothing else to improve now <laughs> you know I'm, I kind of like can make my aging process plateau a bit by learning more beauty tricks as I yeah so I'm not rushing the process <laughs> Is there like some look that you're obsessed with, you know, like some girls love wing liner or I'm a highlighter girl? I actually only have one look. This is it. (laughs) It's just like a bit more of it when I go out, out, like a bit more eyeshadow, a bit more mascara, a bit more eyeliner, just a bit more bronzer. But this is literally the one look. Sorry, um, it's a podcast. People don't know what I look like. (laughs) We'll include a picture somewhere. Oh. Just wing wing eyeliner. That's probably like the most tricky thing. Getting yeah. better. It's just oh, just trying to get it all to even out. Yeah. Is sometimes I'm just like I'm just trying to look at people on an angle. So <laughs> just try With not to look eye. anyone square on because I give my up. Good side today. <laughs> yeah. So it's more about perfecting the one look rather than just being average at like five. Yes, for, for me. Yeah. <laughs> so would you consider yourself a makeup lover now or? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I again, it's like a whole fashion lover thing. When I look at other makeup lovers, it's hard to – I don't want to put myself on that level, but I do love it. Yeah. Okay, so final question for the day, most important one. If you could give your 16-year-old self any life advice, anything at all, what would you say to her? I would tell myself to – just be more confident and back myself more um, and just like to not be so afraid of failure because I in high school would not enter something if I didn't think I was going to win because I didn't want to fail. And then I think when my business failed, I realized, and that was just so like I was literally hit rock bottom and I realized that that wasn't that bad. And then from there, you that's when you can learn and you can grow. And so, you know, I would just tell myself to like believe in myself more. such good advice well thank you so much for coming in today it's been such a pleasure talking to you thanks for having me (laughs) as we do every single episode we'll be taking you through our holy grails our best products of the week and of course our beauty fails so alana 
let's not waste any time. What are your Holy Grail products for this week? My Holy Grail product for this week is the Wet n Wild Mega Glow Highlighting Powder, specifically the Blossom Glow Shade. It's like a really pale pinky kind of color with like a blue kind of shift to it. So it's subtle enough, but still fun. It's only $9 and you can get it at Beauty Bay. Bargain. Mm, such Love a good buy. Uh, I think I actually saw a YouTuber using one of them. I feel like it was Kathleen Light. I may be wrong, but it's amazing. Super cheap, super glowy. Perfect. Amazing. Well, highlighter gal to highlighter gal. Love it. My highlight of the season, I guess I probably should have said, is the Mary Luminizer, the Balm, yes. Tajay, our best friend. Only $30. The nice, subtle honey glow that it gives you on your cheekbones. Yes, more natch than mine. Much more natch, but such a good one. So glowy. Exactly. Okay, it's time to get into the beauty fail of the week. It was a tanning disaster that I experienced. I mean, I feel like it's always me with a tanning disaster, but that's fine. I tried a new tan out this week. Mm. I put it on before bed. I got into bed. I was ready to wake up. Bronzed, golden, amazing. I got out of bed. Hopped in the shower, got out, looked at myself, and I was golden in patches, but I was also very, very pale in other patches. No. Specifically my elbows and the side of my body and a big patch in my back. Why? What happened? Do you think you missed them? I don't know. I don't think I missed them, but I'll have to revisit the tan to see if it's the tan or if it was user error. Anyway, as always, there's always a fix with a beauty fail like that. So my hot tip on that one... (laughs) I went, I came into Girlfriend HQ. I wore long (laughs) sleeves to try and cover my patchy elbows. And then that night, hopped in the shower, Mm -hmm. gave myself a good scrub to try and get off any weird lines that I could get off. Of course. And then I popped on a good old faithful tan, which is my Rimmel Instant Shimmer. I think it's called. I do. It's a one hour tan, super foolproof. And I mean, I was still like vaguely patchy. But I'd covered a lot of it up so I could get away with it without being like, oh, you've got white elbows. I didn't notice it when you came into the office. It's because I had long sleeves on. I was upset that I didn't see your original <laughs> fail. <laughs> friend to friend, I love to laugh at your fails. I know you do, but it's fine. So I tried a new tanner. I tried the L Effect Tan by L Ferguson. Mm-hmm. I'd been kind of tempted by their Instagram feed for a few weeks. It's amazing. Everybody looks so brown and stunning and Elle's always amazingly tanned as well. So I'm like, it has to be good. It was like $40. I bought it when they had a free shipping weekend because I was like, free shipping. Of course I have to buy it now. Every gal loves a free ship. Duh. And uh, so I went from there, (laughs) popped her on. Not sure if I didn't read the instructions properly or or what the go was, but I, I went to bed. And uh, was ready to wake up, gold, delightful, just like their Instagram feed. Yeah. Woke up, uh. had a bit of a patchy elbow situation, patchy back situation. <laughs> yep. So what's your BB star rating? My beauty boss star rating is three out of five. It smelled amazing, definitely smells like roses. The mitts were nice, That so it comes with the mitt, which is nice. Good. Um, but I feel like I need to give it another test run before I can give a full lowdown. That's it from us today, you beautiful humans. But please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so we can drop into your ear holes every week. And please rate and review the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. And don't forget to find us on Instagram at beautybosspodcast and make sure you drop us a message and tell us what you want to hear more of. But until then, don't forget to use your setting spray. Bye.